Greetings. You are listening to the 17th episode of the ABF Journal podcast. I'm Phil Neifer, Managing Editor of ABF Journal, and for this episode I spoke with Shondor Jacobson, who is a principal at Plant Moran. During our conversation, Shondor explained why an assignment for the benefit of creditors, or an ABC, will be an important and attractive tool for distressed middle market companies due to its efficiency and low cost. He also outlined the most important steps in an ABC and discussed how this path differs and is potentially more favorable than a bankruptcy proceeding. There was a lot more than that, so let's get to the call. Hi, this is Phil Neifer, Managing Editor of ABF Journal, and I am joined today by Shondor Jacobson, who is a principal at Plant Moran. How are you, Shondor? Hey, Phil, I'm doing great. Um, Thanks for having me, and I hope you're doing well, and that all your listeners are uh, are doing well during during these challenging times. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. So before we jump into the topic for today, can you tell me about your own background and experience with the ABL industry? Yeah, full. So I uh, began my restructuring career back in the early 2000s, Abrams and Jostle Consulting, a uh, boutique crisis management and restructuring firm here in in the Chicago market. Um, I worked mostly on middle market debtor side engagements uh, while I was there. I uh, kind of learned the business from, uh, from two uh, old uh, Chicago veterans in the industry, David Abrams and Mark Jostel. And after around 15 years with Abrams and Jostel, I decided that I wanted to move to a larger firm with more resources and, and a national presence. had the opportunity to hook up with uh, the guys at uh, Plain Moran and joined them in January of 2017, which is where I... Uh, I spend most of my time in the Chicago market, and I lead the restructuring practice uh, there. Okay, great. And, uh, okay. Sorry. Um, to answer the second part of your question, the vast majority of, I guess I'd say the vast majority of the deals that I've worked on have been under some type of, of asset-based facility um, driven by a borrowing base. So that's obviously led to me getting to know a lot of uh, players in the industry, which has come in handy when we worked on refinance engagements, and uh, we needed to bring in potential refinance candidates, other ABL lenders, to take out the incumbent lender. Um, Obviously, the more ABL situations you work on, the better you end up understanding collateral advance rates, uh, over advances, seasonal over advances, and the other levers that they can typically get pulled. Right, and with that... um kind of foundation for your experience. Um, you recently wrote a piece for journal about assignment for the bene- benefit of creditors as an alternative to bankruptcy when winding down a distressed company. Um, can you tell me about what an assignment for the benefit of creditors is um, so that um, people in our audience who may not know um, uh, can have a, a good understanding of it? Yeah, so an assignment for the benefit of creditors or an ABC is, is a state court insolvency proceeding whereby the assignor or the debtor assigns all of its assets to an independent third-party fiduciary, the the assignee, uh, really pursuant to the terms of a pursuant to the terms of a trust agreement. Um, in Illinois, ABCs are unique in that they're handled entirely outside of, of court, subject to common law. However, in most states, uh, ABCs are statutory in nature, so Illinois has a bit of a unique characteristic that, that enables uh, Illinois assignments to be, be a very efficient tool. Uh, once the assignment is made and the trust agreement has been executed, the assignee is, is in place and his or her role is to monetize the assets of the assignor or the debtor 
for the benefit of the creditor. So pretty similar to to a bankruptcy in that uh, you want to have you're going to have to maximize the recovery uh, for the benefit of the creditors. Um, out of the gate, the creditors are going to notice of the assignment an opportunity to file a claim with the with the assignee's office or with a claims agent since they are essentially the beneficiaries of, of the estate. And once all of the assets have been monetized and the cost of administration have been covered, any remaining proceeds are then distributed to, to the creditors in accordance with priorities established by, by law. And depending upon uh, how, how significant uh, the case is in size, how complex it is, if you're operating or not, et cetera, you can, you can get through the process pretty quickly. I'd say anywhere from say ninety days to one hundred and maybe eighty days, which which is a pretty efficient way to get through a a wind down or liquidation. Right, and what makes an, an ABC so attractive, especially in the current environment? So I think ABCs are, are a very attractive tool for a couple of reasons. They're very efficient, very quick versus the bankruptcy, and they are also relatively inexpensive. So to the extent that you're monetizing a secure creditor's collateral, secure creditors tend to like assignments because of those two features. Uh, it's, a, it's a cheaper and quicker way for them to monetize their collateral and, and, and get a pay down on their, on their loan. Another attractive characteristic I'd say is that in an assignment, the asinor or the debtor actually selects the assignee. So the management team has an opportunity to interview potential assignees and ultimately select who they feel the most comfortable working with. That will often lead to the assignee in turn retaining key members of the management team to help the assignee wind down, wind down the business. And who better than the existing management team to help the assignee with with things like collecting out the existing AR, potentially trying to find a buyer for all of the assets, somebody that might want to start the business back up with a clean balance sheet without all the, the liabilities that existed before the before the assignment. So I think you know those are the key characteristics that in this post-COVID environment, I think are going to be looked at as 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 reasons why an assignment would be a, a good tool to 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 wind a company down. Right. And it would be a good tool, um, I would assume, for a lot of different situations. But what ones make the most sense for it? And are there ones that it might not make sense for? Yeah, as far as certainly the way I practice, there are. Um, you know, for me, a good candidate is typically going to be, you know, a privately held middle market company. The tool's not used for extremely large or public companies. It's important that the company still has some meat on the bone, that there's still some assets there for an assignee to work with, so that the process is, is a worthwhile exercise. And it's important that you have at least some pieces of a, of a committed management team in place to, to work with. Uh, you come into these companies knowing very little about them, and you're expected to, to maximize the recovery. So uh, it's important to be able to leverage people with, with institutional knowledge I'd say on the other hand, companies that, that aren't good candidates are companies that have waited just too long, uh, stripped maybe the assets from the company. Uh, those are going to be poor candidates for an ABC. Those, those companies should probably consider uh, filing a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. 
Uh, we often walk into situations where companies like this are facing tremendous pressure from the, from the unsecured creditors. They've got judgments against them. Uh, in some cases, they haven't paid wages. They've got unpaid payroll taxes. Those those uh, issues tend to result in the assignee sort of tripping or stumbling out of the gate, and it's difficult to, to recover. Right, and uh, you've kind of already started to lay out uh, uh, how a company would successfully execute an ABC, um, particularly if they're set up for, you know, they're in a good situation to do one. But what do you think are the keys to executing one? There, there are a few, I'd say, keys, uh, you know, not being the sort of administrative piece, the, the corporate governance side of, of making the assignment to make sure that you're complying with either the operating agreement or um, whatever other corporate governance that, that you might need to comply with to actually make the assignment effective. Uh, but once the, the trust agreement is executed here in Illinois, the assignment is effective at that point in time. Again, in other states that require court oversight, um, it can take a, a bit of time to, to make to be effective, for the assignment to be effective. There are, I would say, some key steps that an assignee would want to take prior to becoming the assignee. Um, to make sure that you've got certain things covered and that you're protected. So we'll always prepare a, a cash budget that's going to project the receipts and the disbursements um, of the of the ABC, depending upon what the wind down plan is going to be. So, you know, are you going to operate? Are you not going to operate? Are you going to finish out some working process? How many people are you going to retain? Are you going to have to pay rent, utilities, insurance? You want to put all of that down into a cash budget pretty similar to a 13-week cash flow that covers the duration of the, of, I'll say, the liquidation. Um, and you'll take that to the secure creditor if there is a secure creditor, and you'll need to get their blessing because all what you're going to be using is the proceeds of your creditor's collateral as you're collecting out receivables and you're using that cash to fund these administrative expenses. So the bank or the secure creditor is going to have to subordinate to the, to the costs of administration in order for for the SME and for those expenses to, to be paid in the ordinary course of the, of the ABC. Right. And you mentioned uh, chap, uh, Chapter 7 uh, bankruptcy as uh, another option. And uh, for companies that an ABC might not make the most sense for, what are some of the other avenues that they could pursue? And what are the pros and cons of them, especially in comparison to an ABC? Some more well-known options are obviously Chapter 7 and, and Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The issue with Chapter 7 is that it, it really has few pros, I would say, that I can think of. They tend to be cases that get filed by asset-like debtors that are ready to, to throw in the towel. So in a Chapter 7, a Chapter 7 trustee is going to randomly be appointed to secure the assets and liquidate the business. Um, you know, that trustee is going to be looking into any transactions that took place prior to the bankruptcy. That trustee might uh, pursue legal action against insiders and others that received payments from the debtor prior to the bankruptcy. So you need to be mindful of that before you, you go into a Chapter 7. Um, and that also, on the, on the other hand, that could be a pro for or a benefit for the creditors just because the trustee... Uh, does have that ability to to go after and recover avoidance actions in, in 
entire payments and, and bring those back into the estate and ultimately make a distribution with that with that money to the creditors. Um, you know, I take the cons of a, of a Chapter Seven. There's really, you know, there's no coming back from it. It's 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 a liquidation proceeding, and um, you know, the recoveries can be can be poor just because ownership at that point in time is going to be out of the picture, and uh, a trustee can be somewhat less motivated to maximize the recovery versus versus an assignee who's going to be uh, very vested in in the process. As far as an 11 goes, an 11 can be a, an extremely effective tool for for larger debtors, and you're seeing some of that now in the marketplace, some of the very large retailers filing bankruptcy, but the issue with the middle market and middle market-sized companies and Chapter 11 is the cost and the time associated with an 11 are, are, are exorbitant, and it, it more often than not is, is, is too much for a middle market company to attend. Um, so yeah, if you can go in and come out and confirm a plan of reorganization and come out with a clean balance sheet, that's that's fantastic. It's a great tool. Uh, but more often than not in the middle market, what we see is cases being filed and getting converted to a seven and ultimately assets being sold subject to section 363 of, of the code. Right, and uh, we've kind of dealt into a very specific uh, avenue of restructuring here, but taking a more broader look, uh, what are your expectations for restructuring activity for the rest of this year and uh, branching into 2021? Sure, Phil, this, this Black Swan event, I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's created a, a huge disruption to the global economy. Um, you know, the Fed has taken some pretty drastic measures, pumped a ton of liquidity into the markets. And I think the banks, as we're, we're hearing, we're constantly speaking with workout bankers and we're hearing that they're being pretty forgiving and we're seeing that with a lot of our clients uh, with, with respect to their borrowers for the time being. Uh, banks has also obviously set aside tremendous amounts of reserves in response to, you know, obviously what they think are going to be some pretty high write-offs down the road into 2021. So I think, I think when the deferrals end and, you know, the PPP funds run out, unfortunately, a lot of these little market companies probably aren't going to be able to survive. I see the bankers starting to get, you know, tougher on, on the borrowers as, as this becomes kind of more of a norm than a, than a shock wave. And companies that just aren't able to demonstrate that they're viable post-COVID are going to be in significant trouble. They're going to have a lot of, of issues that they're going to have to address. And if they can't, um, you know, they, they won't make it. I think it's going to come down to, um, to survival of the fittest. And I think ABCs are going to be used as an effective tool, certainly in Illinois, to uh, to monetize the collateral for the benefit of, of the stakeholders. All right. Well, Chandra, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. We really appreciate it. Um, thanks very much for having, it, having me, Phil. Great. That's it for this week. If you'd like to read Chandra's article on ABCs that I referenced earlier, you can find a link in the description of this episode or by visiting abfjournal.com. Thanks for listening to the ABF Journal podcast. We'll talk soon.